What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody, welcome back, we appreciate you being here. Today's video is sponsored by Autonomous. They've hooked us up with these awesome standing desks. Riley and I love them. And we want to hook you guys up too. So there's a link and a discount code in the description of this video or podcast, wherever you're listening or watching. Make sure you check that out. How are you, Rye? I'm good. Yeah? It's Friday. Excited? Yeah, I'm happy. I know we don't live for Friday, but it is a fun Friday because your brother's coming into town. We've got the long weekend with Labor Day on Monday. So we get a little extra day with no trading to kind of read and relax. I always like the long weekends, at least for me, because like you do get that Monday to not have to worry about trading and you can... Like I can do other stuff. Well, it feels extra long since today was NFP. So it's like you get Friday and Monday. Right. So those numbers just came out a few minutes ago. Normally on NFP, for those of you that are trading, you know, it's a slow trading day. It's a choppy trading day. It's super volatile. And I actually tweeted this morning talking about how like when I first got into trading, it's true. There's videos on YouTube back four, five, six years ago from people that were always talking about trading NFP. And always I found people losing money. So it's really cool. It's really cool. And I think it, it makes me feel good to be a part of changing the narrative. That's what I said in the tweet, like being able to shift people's mindset to saying, hey, instead of trying to trade this super volatile news event that only happens once a month, it's like a gamble basically. Let's just not do what everybody else is doing to lose money. Let's do the other thing and maybe we'll make money. Take it as your day off for the month. Like You trade for the lifestyle more than anything else. Right. That's actually a good transition into our topic today. We're talking about mastery. We're talking about what it takes to live the lifestyle that you want to live, to be able to have that freedom, to be able to have that control, which is why a lot of people listening. I had that podcast interview with the weekly, uh, the weekly juice. Yeah. And they were saying like how I always talk about financial freedom and control and everything like that. And they said like, where does that come from? And it really does come from what he talks about in this book. So I, like I was saying to you earlier, I haven't read this book in a while. It was a couple of years ago for me. Um, you've read it more recently. The yeah. book is Mastery by Robert Greene. Yep. So this is our ASFX book of the month for our book club that we're reading. Um, like he said, I'm only about 40 or so pages into it, but already I'm just like, hey, we should talk about this in a podcast because I think it's very applicable, especially because what I've already read, I just hear and see and think of you in the back of my mind because I'm like, this is exactly kind of what you did to get to where you are in the Forex world. And I don't, well, first I want to ask you, what would you say it is that you truly are a master of? Would you say that it's Forex or would you say it's more so building businesses? Like what area, if you had to categorize yourself, would you say that you mastered yourself in? I think I'm a master of reading risk and understanding how to read risk reward, where probabilities are. I think that translates well into trading. I think it translates well into business. So that's my characteristic that I think shines. I have a couple that I think I'm pretty good at, but that one I think is I'm good at reading risk reward and choosing where to put my marbles in every sense of the word. So that's where I found my mastery. So I'm not a guru of trading. I'm not a guru of business, right? I don't know every strategy, but I know how to find my lane, so to speak. I knew how to find my lane after dropping out of college to start the business. I knew how to find my lane with the strategy and then how to build that into other strategies. So it's like knowing yourself, but having a baseline knowledge, which is where that comes in. That's where mastery comes in. And you had to gain, I had to gain the baseline knowledge. So I studied a lot of business people. I studied a lot of trading content to help the individual places. You study what you need, where you need it. But I think that's what that book drove home for me too, is like to become the master of Forex, 
which I'm not, but to become a master of reading risk reward, mm -hmm. I knew I needed to put in the hours. And that translated into trading into like a lot of markups, a lot of study, a lot of reading, a lot of podcasts, a lot of videos. So it's just about understanding like you're going to have to put in the work, but you can achieve the mastery too, you know? Absolutely. What so, do you think out of everything that you've done? Well, hold on before okay. we, before All we right. transition in sure. the beginning of the book, um, he's talking right now. He explained what, I don't know if he coined this term or whatnot, but he calls it a vocation to where mm -hmm. you don't actually feel like it's work because you love what you do. And mm -hmm. people that are in that rhythm of vocation tend to find mastery more often than people that don't because they have a passion, they have an emotion tied to it. And he says that that oftentimes is related back to childhood where like, um, you were telling me about this. Yeah. So like Leonardo da Vinci, he got his skills and like love for painting and stuff through actually studying nature. He would go out in nature with a sketchbook and just sketch and he would study nature so in-depthly to figure out how he could then make his sketches look like they were coming alive. So as you were a kid, what are some things that you did that um, maybe pointed you in the direction of, hey, like I'm pretty good at reading risk reward. Are there any situations or things like that as a kid. I know that well, some mean, people might know you tried selling your mom's jewelry. So yeah, like that's the more entrepreneurial. entrepreneurial but. Yeah. I don't know. I think when you think of reading risk reward, I think first thing I think of was like a fight. So I've never really been in a fight. I've okay. always been able to talk myself out of it or get out of it somehow. You know what I mean? So yeah. reading risk reward, picking my fights. I feel like that's something that shined throughout my life. Um, also, I think making good decisions, like when I started trading, I don't know why this is just what came to mind. So I'm just going to say it. Um, when I bought the first video courses that I bought, the risk reward there, I was like, okay, $400 in a couple hours of my time to change my life potentially. Yeah, that's good risk reward. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's even there. Those are like a, that, that was a big turning point for me. That doesn't go back to childhood. That, that goes back six, seven years, but still far enough. I think if you go back to like maybe even I'm trying to think, do you have any that are like turning points for you that you see now reflected into your life every day now that like drive your vocation? Because for me, it's always money. You know, like money is my thing. Yeah. That's what the entrepreneur in me is. Like, I like money. I know what money does for us. I know the freedom it gives us, the control it gives us, the independence. Like, I like that. Yeah. So anything with money, that I can go back as far as I could go. You know what I mean? I've been, like, there's a bad story I could tell you about <laughs> before you answer. I tried to sell lemonade, like a lemonade stand, and we had a couple of them in our neighborhood. And then I was young, so don't judge me on this. I put up, a, like, we put up signs that said we were going to donate the money to something. I don't remember what we said. But we tried to use that as like a marketing tactic. So like the drive. When the, you say we, who did this with you? All right. I'm, I'm just going to take the blame. I'm not going to throw anybody because <laughs> you know the people that I did it with. I'm not going to throw them under the bus with me, but you know who it is. So yeah, it, the, uh, the, I forget even why I, I was talking about that, but just the drive and the hunger, I guess could lead you. You have to learn too. You got to like, it can lead you the wrong way. You well, you're learn. talking about the money and how you use yeah, it as a marketing yeah, tactic. Yeah. But you just wanted the money. Yeah. I've always wanted, I've always been about the money. So like, if you ask me about vocation, Trading aligns with my drive for money, my hunger for power, independence, lifestyle. But what about for you? Well, that's what I was just going to ask is if you're, you say that you enjoy the mastery of like risk reward, mm -hmm. that to me says that you're somebody that actually doesn't really like risk at all. You like mm -mm. minimal risk as possible yeah. for the greatest reward. So Absolutely. It, in life, what, what are you going after? What, what reward are you searching for? I just like the game. I'm not really searching for anything. You're just I, playing. I like playing risk reward scenarios. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm curious. Yeah. I ask questions. I like just give me a new challenge. Fits, yeah. Every day it's a new challenge. It's exactly. Like a game. It's, it's a game. It's a, in that sense. It is. It's a challenge. It fits me. It, it, it 
is unique every day. It pushes me every day. So it's like, yeah, this is exactly what I want because it's driven by money. It's hard. You know what I mean? So a lot of people don't do it well. I like that. So yeah, that trading aligns with me so much. But again, even as a kid, okay, I know we're kind of going all over the kind of place, but back to like what you said about tying it into like, I like things that are hard. Mm -hmm. I was never the kind of kid to just be like, I don't want to go, like I was always about playing sports, always about working out, pushing myself as hard as I can, as far as I can. Were like, you the kid in gym class during that? Like, did you no, guys have I to do the pacemaker? Off in, I always slacked thing? off in gym class because I didn't want to get all sweaty. I didn't want to, you know, smell like girls and stuff. I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to get sweaty <laughs> so, in gym so class. So you weren't After the kid school, in gym though, class that was I would like... destroy you. No, I would destroy you. I would go balls out, hurt myself, whatever. Yeah. So that that's, you know, maybe some turning points too. But what about for you? What are some things that you think about going back to your childhood that you do now every day on a daily basis where you're kind of practicing to become a master? For me, the initial like thing that comes to mind is the same answer of when you ask me, like, what am I passionate about? And it's just people. Like, I think that ever since I've been a kid, I mean, I'm never, even though the, it's about mastery, I still don't like the, to use the word master because I think that I'm going to be a student in the way of life, like my entire life. Like I'm never truly going to be a master. You always have things to learn, Mm -hmm. but definitely people. I think, um, what about them? Just studying the way the mind works and like just the overall differences between people. Well, I guess if you ask me what, like I met, it's hard to say people overall, but it's more so like the happiness of people. I think that, For me, for those of you who don't know, I grew up with divorced parents. I think almost every person in my family is divorced. Like my family. A lot of people have divorced. Right. Like it's broken in so many ways. So I feel like as a child, like growing up and seeing all of that, like the thing that I care about and like just want to see in everybody else is happiness Mm -hmm. because I feel like I didn't see a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So as a child, I just tried mastering people like Mm. what makes them happy what makes them unhappy and why are so many humans so stuck in their own minds like it's like they can't get out of their own way to make themselves happy has anything in the book tied to that yet um directly well not necessarily directly yet because i'm not super deep into it he like i said he's just still talking about like going back to childhood and and figuring out like the things that might be pointing you kind of in the right direction of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Of what you've read so far, what sticks out the most to you in just the first, I mean, you've read through about a quarter of the book so far. Yeah. I think the thing that sticks out to me the most. Oh wait, sorry. And when she reads it guys, she doesn't read like me and most of you probably read where we skim it. She reads it word for word, sometimes twice the sentence twice over. Oh yeah. Like if I read a sentence and I'm like, wait, what did I just read? She don't just skip it. Yeah. No, (laughs) I give, I try and comprehend. But what stuck out the most to you? This is going to be a weird thing that you're probably not going to expect me to say, but the thing that stuck out the most to me is a lot of what he's talking about in this book and a lot of the examples he gives are all what seem to me as like physical like skills of mastery. Like he talks about artists, mm-hmm. he talks about dancers, mm-hmm. he talks about musicians, like just as compared to what? So versus me, I feel like my it's mastery, an intellectual skill, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like how fi- to read people is your skill, how to understand it's how not to make a physical people happy. Skill, yeah. Yes. So for me, maybe he'll get into that. He might. I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) He might. But for me, it's more so like when I first started reading this and honestly, I think so. Yes, I'm just fully transparent. Yesterday, I was like a little just kind of like not myself. I didn't really know. She thought she was sad, but she wasn't sad. I don't know. I could tell she wasn't sad. She was just tired. Like maybe I was just tired, but I think it kind of was a little bit with this book. It's that new medical card, bro. 
<laughs> trying out that medical card the night before you wake up you're just you like, need it a whole day yeah exactly <laughs> but in this book like he in a way like was kind of making me feel oh because i was like well he's talking about all these people and the skills that they have mastered and i was like what is my skill mm. I'm like, what, but but I, you I seem to know i but he was making me kind of think that i didn't know because he's think making it question. seem like something so no i think physical. you need to keep reading because i think there's more to it than just physical skills i promise i would well i'm, I'm obviously gonna, gonna keep book. reading but yeah. then i was just like no because i know that the skill that i possess in like studying humans and the human mind specifically and right. consciousness right. And emotions and happiness it's like that's not something that's physical but it is something that's so important and the level of mastery at least that i've achieved so far and like i've said i've I'm always learning. Mm. I almost like that more because the human mind is constantly evolving. Mm. So like you and the risk reward with the trading of how mm. it's something you can go after every day, like mm. put me in a situation where I can talk to humans and just observe what they're doing. Right. And I'm like in my glory. Right. I could do that for hours on end. Do you end. think you like, like, I think you're going to like that always more than you're going to like trading, even though you think you like trading. I do like trade book. Well, okay. I'm also super you have to, OCD listen, and mathematical to, right, and you have analytical. to attempt mastery with the trading. You've got to yes. go at it. So it's, it's got to be almost the same. Yes. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I think it was that juice podcast. Again, I was just saying like, it's fun to talk about making money trading and talk about like how you like the charts and stuff, but, and, and talk about making money. But if you really don't love trading, you're not going to have the drive to achieve this. What stuck I, out to me in this book was the 10,000 hours thing. You I haven't I mean? gotten to that point. Well, he basically explains how like anything that any successful person has ever gotten yeah. only happened and you only heard about it really after 10,000 hours. Yeah. Quote unquote, not necessarily exactly that number, but it means just an unrelenting persistence towards it, you know? Right. So if you don't have that for trading, do you think you can become successful in trading? Have you seen anybody in our group be successful without that, <clears throat> that like that I know you call it a flame, but I'm talking, this is more than that. Your whole body is on fire. What I'm talking about is what you yeah, need. Yeah, I do. Because honestly, like I can fully admit that I don't feel that fire towards trading. But you th still think you can achieve mastery? Um, I don't know that I'm going for mastery towards trading. Do you think you need I to don't... have mastery to make money? No. You think you'd still make money consistently without yeah. mastery? Because I think um, you would want to be master. Like, the Riley I... Bogdan Forex Challenge on YouTube. I can see it now. <laughs> I... Okay, so when it comes to trading, like yeah. you know, you've for those of you who don't know, Austin never pushed me into trading ever. Like he was never like you need to understand forex, you need to know what this stuff is. Like I took all of that on myself. And because it genuinely does interest me, like even before you, I've I always- I think it's because you like hard things. Right. I like hard things, but I also like things- I got to stop saying it like that. It sounds so sexual. Someone's going to sound clip <laughs> that and make it a meme. I like hard things. <laughs> But like, okay, so back to the the people, the consciousness side, I feel like the trading is like the tangible side of things for me. It's mm, like the tangible thing. Where you could thing. become a master in a physical skill. Right. Mm. But I don't know but that. But you don't I, even need the mastery. Yeah. like. But you want to go towards it. And that's the idea. You want to attempt the mastery because in, in that attempt, you would become successful. So yes. So as I and you're comparing, sorry, but wait, you're comparing this to like a physical skill, like working out. Like you would never see yourself as a master of working out. I don't think. No, you would see but yourself I do it. Right. But you would see yourself closer to mastery in trading because it seems like you have more of a drive for trading than working out. So oh, people sure. don't know you. I know you. Yeah. But so like, but that's, I think that's definitely accurate. So I think the trading would be a good middle comparison. Like me on trading would be the far extreme. And then you on working out would be here. So you could, I agree with you. I think you could still be here, not at mastery, like OCD, crazy Austin over the top and still be successful. I do think I do. I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Like I, 
I feel like this conversation is like all over the place. No, I don't think so, it is. We have so many different like little points. It's all revolving um, mastery. Right. But when it comes to trading, like I said, it's more of like the tangible thing for me mm-hmm. of... The physical skill. Yeah. So like back to my day yesterday. Yesterday, I didn't really have a busy day. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any one-on-ones with mm-hmm. any traders. Mm-hmm. And you and I work together. It's COVID, not a lot of social interaction. So I feel like I kind of was waking up and it's like, oh, no humans I can observe today. Like no no humans I can like... You hear that everybody? I'm not interesting enough for <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm with you 24 seven. I know, I know. No humans I can like pick their mind or anything like that. So right. it's like on those days, it's almost like I need to feel something else that I'm doing tangible where it's if I can't be studying humans and consciousness and working through and like you think their trading own mindset. Could be that. Yeah. Because trading fits a side of me, like the nerdy side of me. That, hey man, what are you saying, man? That loves. Yo, if you're listening, tell Riley, say we're not nerds. All the traders comment. We're I not said nerds. The nerdy side of me. Well, we're not nerds. The nerdy side of Riley. All right, we could all be nerds together. That loves math, that loves puzzles, that loves patterns, that loves risk reward, because that's also one of my top strengths mm-hmm. is being able to see mm-hmm. um, risk reward. Mm-hmm. So I just think it fits a different side of me and I'm not somebody that likes to wear hats and labels for things like right. yeah I call myself the mindset right. coach of ASFX you, you want to be like, flexible you don't want to be just boxed Riley. in right like I'm, I'm just, Riley I'm Riley and I'm Austin and if I feel like trading today I'm gonna trade if right. I don't feel like trading today I'm not gonna trade and I'm that, just gonna be Riley and right. I'm gonna do what I want to do right. when I want to do it right so I don't think I'll ever call myself a master of forex trading because I don't want to get like if I didn't have you and didn't know you Mm -hmm. and I still was trading Forex, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't start a business around it. Right. You would just trade to make money and that would be it. Right. You would be considering mastery, like teaching people and educating people. Yeah, which is what I do with the mindset. Got it. So now wait, let's just be very, let's be very clear. So it's tangible for the people. You're defining mastery as being able to go back and teach it to people. Whereas you could still learn something, be good at it, be great at it, make money in this case in trading and not have to teach it to people, not be a master, a wizard, a guru, but still make money for yourself. I totally agree. Because when he says, um, at least, and I'm sure he has multiple definitions of mastery, but he says one thing is like, you become one with it. Right. I don't know that I'll ever become one Mm -hmm. with Forex Mm -hmm. trading, but. You could become one with helping people. When it comes to the mind of a Forex trader, oh, I'm there. I am one, like when- Well, that's where people find value. If anybody's had one-on-ones with me, like they know, like I am one with their emotions in those calls. Like I know how to navigate the mind. I totally agree. Let's take a break from this conversation. Tell us about this crystal. I'll be right back. So, crystal fact of the day. Today is black tourmaline. I picked out this one. Here, wait. I'm actually going to get a little closer to the camera so you guys can see it. Well, that was a fail because it's blurry. But this is the crystal that Austin actually keeps on his desk. So this one is all about protection and grounding. It is an absorbing crystal. So like any, any negative energies or even negative um, energies like from your technology, this will absorb everything. It's a super like, this is just like one of those crystals that everybody should have. So if you're in the beginning phase of crystals, black tourmaline is something that is so helpful um people sleep with this if you're like struggling with nightmares just um thinking of this as just the absorber like anything bad it's black you know it has all these cool little grooves in it and it just absorbs and takes away all the things that you don't serve you and aren't really good to be in your aura and your energy presence 
That's my favorite one. That's what I was saying. You have that one on your desk. I tried showing them, but it was like a little blurry. So Just so everybody sees, this is what it's like when you don't have your own production crew or, yeah. <laughs> or assistant to answer the door for you. Which What did you get me? I got you the one that you always have. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, we're not going to keep rambling around on this topic because I want to actually leave people with some, uh, not homework, but something to think about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, in regards to the idea of mastery of the 10,000 hours, which I'm sure you've heard of that before where you have yes. to like go after That's this. not his term. Is, who who wrote about that? I 10, heard about it hours. first here. Oh, really? Yeah, in the book. Oh. Yeah. Cuz I've definitely heard of that. Maybe it's from you and from that book. Yeah, well, that's where I heard of it. Okay. So, that that's my always my biggest takeaway from it. My thought is where a lot of people get hung up when they think about, okay, 10,000 hours, there's just like so much time that goes into this. It's going to take me forever. Is it even worth it? My justification now, because of you actually, and something you said to me, is whenever, because like I have new skills that I'm going after all the time, video editing, mastering YouTube, other social media things that I'm trying to do. You wear a lot of hats. Yeah, man. So when I'm trying to master everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) Something that I think about all the time that you said to me is, and it keeps me going, it keeps me Can I guess? If not you, then who else? Mm -hmm. If not me, who else? Yeah, it's a good quote. So anybody listening, when you think about like, oh man, I know I want to get into Forex trading, but I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it to the level that some of these people are doing it because they've been doing it for four, Austin's been doing it for five years. Lindsay's been doing it for three years. These people have been doing it forever. I would just say, well, look at your family, look at your financial situation, look at the people around you and what they're doing and what jobs are available to you right now in the current digital age that we're moving through. I'm going to keep saying that digital age, right? Ask yourself, if not you, if you don't take the step today to go learn about trading or learn about whatever it is that you should be learning about to push yourself forward, who else? It's like, fuck. <laughs> That's all it makes me think. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. I got to go. Nobody can do it for you. It's damn right. So it's like, what can we do then? The question changed for me over time. Now, being closer to mastery than most, I can turn around and say, well, what can I do for other people too? So we have a webinar coming up at the end of middle of September, September 19th, that people can definitely get ready for. That'll be a really good one. We're running a Labor Day sale right now for this weekend for people, 20% off everything on our website. Um, so I feel like what mastery has turned into because of that relentless pursuit of it and that approach of, if not me, who else? Like, let me just keep going, keep going. It makes me now obligated to share. It makes me obligated to look like the master, to give back and to help people. And I don't know if that's how everybody feels. What do you think? I feel like maybe it's just me. But even listening to Miley Cyrus, she's guilty. Yeah. Of her success. Well, I was just going to say that. And she didn't even work for it. I've worked for it. You putting out all the information and stuff that you do, if anything, does, like I was saying about how I don't think I'll ever be a master of Forex because, I, I mean, Times could change, but right. in this present moment right now, which is what we're living for, mm-hmm. I don't ever see myself creating videos on YouTube about Forex or right. going over my trades. Right. Like that's just not, it just doesn't feel like it jives with me. But because you do that, I think that that excels your mastery. Really? Because in order to truly know something, try and teach it. Right. You think you, like me tar- trying so to talk wait, to my brother this, the other day. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm trying, I think I know something, but, you, but as I'm saying it, I'm like, I actually don't know no, what I'm talking about. But then about. you can go back and learn. Right. So then let's have this conversation because people talk about this all the time. The people who cannot do teach, that's what they used to say. That's what a lot of people used to say. I don't hear that as much anymore. 
but I used to hear that all the time when I got into teaching. The people that cannot do teach. I feel like the, I don't know. The thing that I don't comes think to so. Mind not that is like a high school basketball coach. I think in skills like sports and stuff like that. I don't think that that's true. Trading, I look at the same way as a sport. I don't think yeah, that I it's true. I think that those that do it well tend to teach it better. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. The, I definitely think there's coaches out there that, that can't don't do, do it well it, and they right. can coach, but they can be decent coaches but, too. They can maybe still be good not motivators. Even good coaches, they're still doing That's, it. And they're listen, just not good. There's one of everything, bro. Yeah, there's one of everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, I can think of a guy right now who calls himself a coach. Right? I don't know exactly what he does. I never see him advertise. Hey, I help increase business revenue for this guy by eighty percent. All he advertises is his motivation. So it's like he might not be the best coach. He might be a great motivator. And if someone's looking for that for their, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many different bills to fit. Yeah. Um, but I do think that you're right. If you can teach it or try to teach it, you're going to get better at it. And that's why I've really pushed Lindsay and Jace and some of the other people to be coaches because I want them to get themselves creating content, to get themselves putting their trades out there, to make them more accountable to their actions because I know that that's only going to make them better because it made me better. You know what I mean? And I'm not anything special. So I Absolutely. think everybody can just kind of duplicate that. Even, um, I'll just throw his name out there. Yeah. Jerome. Yeah. He straight, yeah. he straight up told me that the reason he started making videos was because he's like, if I want to truly know this and right. he's prove to myself example. that I know this, yeah. I need to try and teach 100%. it. And he said that when he's making these videos, sometimes as he's teaching it, like he would be to another person, he realizes, whoa, wait a minute. I just said that as if I'm teaching it, but realize that maybe I could fine tune this in my own trading plan. Just language, So it man. just helps himself. We're stupid humans. Yeah. Where we take in information through one language normally and if you just use different words within that language which are still pretty simple you can actually rewire your brain to see something completely differently language is super powerful you know we talk about that with even some of the words that we've created for like defining our tradings you know like the l50 the tdi like these language things that we've changed if you understand that it opens up a whole new world for you if you don't know what a tdi or an l50 is you have no idea what i'm talking about you know what I'm saying? So understanding language. I was just going to say it's the connect. understanding of language, not just language itself. Because right. like so as you teach, you can, I don't mean to cut you off, but as you can teach, you can use different language. Like when I tell something to you, it's different than how I say it to myself in my head. Right. 100% of the time. Every time it's different. Whenever I think something before I tell you, like whatever the thing yesterday I told you was, I waited a couple hours after it happened and I tell you, it's different in my head than when it comes out. There was a lot going on yesterday. It's been a busy it's week. Like, what are you talking about? It's been a busy week. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? It always comes out differently. So when you teach it, it does come out different. And that can not only help the person you're teaching, but help you as the teacher too. I think that's helped me a lot. Yep. Yeah. Making videos has like helped me become a better trader for sure. Oh, that it just brings up such a great point. Yeah. Not to like be all over the place and go back to the book, but something that he said that I truly do feel connected with of whenever you kind of find like what that mastery is and like how he was saying you become one with it. He was describing how like, um, I'll just use myself for an example. When I feel that I'm talking to somebody about something mindset related or they need like a session, we'll just call it. And I'm speaking the things that I'm saying, like, I don't know where it comes from. Like, it's literally like I'm just one with it and the words are just coming out of my mouth of like whatever I feel that it is like they need to hear. And you're saying that's like the vocation that he was talking about where you are it. It is one with you. Like I just speak and just say and it's what they need to hear. But for you, it's like same thing with Forex, you know, Mm -hmm. you're so in one with it that you just know sometimes the way to react or what to do because you've achieved like this level of mastery. I think about that even more in in the business side of stuff. 
that's a lot harder. The yes. trading is like I've made it. We have the yes. system. You react if it presents. The business is harder because you don't have anybody leading the way. I have well, to I'm come saying up with, with the trading when you're coaching others. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just know what what to say, yeah, what to do. Like, exactly. Oh, like exactly. But I also, in the same sense of like growing the business. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And it kind of sometimes looks like we know what we're doing more than we do. And we're just trying stuff, but still the same thing. You got to come up with those ideas. So yeah. You have. Yeah. But it's like we, both of us, for that one, we are like one with the business, and we just go with what we think feels right. 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 So you have to find that alignment for yeah. sure with the vocation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think that is just a word. I don't think he coined that, like you said earlier. I don't. Just the way that he was explaining, explaining it, it was different. Like made it seem like maybe he, hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I would think that he didn't, but who knows? Let us know if you guys have read this book. I'm interested in the comments. Who has finished this book front to back? Who skimmed it like I skimmed it a couple years ago? Who's going into detail right now? With I can Riley? tell, like, because you always start reading books. Like, you'll read them <laughs> and you'll highlight and you'll do really there good. There goes. There's highlights. Yep. I saw it. But then you get to the middle of the book and there's no highlights. And it's like, okay, he either closed I'm this gone, book bro. and never opened it again, or he just Fuck is gone. skimming it. I'm gone. I'm on to the next book. I'm on to an audio book. I'm, I'm out of here. Versus me, I'm like highlighting the book, then also taking notes know, on on it. Like, I'm OD with it. The idea behind this book is powerful. So I do recommend that people read it and Absolutely. take it more seriously than I do. And this book, I think, really ties... Like, so I can't speak, obviously, because I'm not even a halfway through... But it does seem like this book actually goes really well with Russ's book. I don't know if you ended up reading that one. I did one, read that one. Short and easy to read. I yeah, like that. Big, so, big page or big letters on pages. What is it's it up called? there. It's Russ has Get a book. Get out of your own way. It's called It's All in Your Head. Something like that. And See, that I think close. that that one is also kind of like this, but more in modern terms where it's simpler to read. Robert Greene kind of has a elaborate language use i don't even know if that's proper clearly my english yep, isn't great fine. keep going <laughs> but in russ's book it's like if you already know what that thing is but maybe you need that little push or you are a little stuck and as the book's called in your own head i think russ's book is another great book to kind of get yourself on the ground running to then be able to achieve those levels of mastery because you do have to get out of your own head before you can start propelling forward you know who's a master Jeff Bezos. Yoda came to mind. <laughs> Yoda is a master. That is true. I'm like, Yoda? You know, with the Star Wars game, with the VR helmet, you would think that you would like unlock some cool Yoda shit because, you know, Yoda's like popping again, baby Yoda and all that's nothing. Nope. Nothing. But I was watching that video about Jeff Bezos this morning. This can be our last point for the video because we got to go. Um, He was just talking about how Amazon is like outwardly liberal, but internally very very conservative they were talking about the screens that they have in the warehouse and they show employees that got fired recently for stealing and got caught doing bad things they're basically like publicly putting it out there of what people did wrong to deter people from doing it to them again and made me think of um like that the reference to like nazi germany when they would hang the jews that worked too slow outside the factory it's it's just kind of crazy because this guy achieved such a level of mastery that he can create a universe now where he is putting out an image to the world as a liberal, internally very conservative, and slowly putting mom-and-pop businesses out of work what would, you say, what would you say that he is the master of? Putting people to work. You he, think so? Yeah, because at his point, he's not calling the shots really anymore. He's got a team of people that are calling the shots as a collective, I think. When you have a company like that, it's only a group of people. Mm-hmm. 
You know, maybe one person has some more power and he has definitely a lot of power, but I think it's just a group of people making decisions at this point. That's why they're treating their workers the way they are. That's why they don't care if their workers quit because they want their workers to quit, even though outwardly they're still liberal and say they care about workers' rights. They don't. They want their workers to quit eventually because in five years, they're not going to need any human beings. They're going to have all the malls that they put out of business filled with robots, bro, and drones. They just got approved for the drones. Like F, I think it's, what is FDA? F, whatever the federal agency is. For aviation, yeah. FAA. Yep. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Just a little tidbit and not to toot my own horn. But mm. when I was in college, mm-hmm. I did a whole marketing research paper on drone aviation and creating a drone delivery service. So what service, do you think this like, is going to be like? For DoorDash and things like that. You think this is the future? But, well, at least this is what I, like, in my proposal, it was... um. Basically, even not even just DoorDash, small Amazon packages, things like that, that are super. How light, would it work just, in an apartment? Um. So in an apartment, we did window delivery service. So if you, what? Yes. What? <laughs> I mean, hey, you know me and my ideas. Like I'll you go put with a basket outside the window, it. and the drone drops it in a little basket. Yeah, it could be. That's easy. What about wind? How how low does the drone have to get to the landing well, zone to not break your package and not like have wind take it to somebody else's landing zone? That was obviously where things get super complex because right. then you have different types of drones. Is it going to be a drone that holds it or is it going to be a drone that like has like a crane thing that right. sit on top of right. it? Obviously, I'm not an engineer. So well, I don't engineering know. would say on top of it would probably make the least sense. Just I, I think the crane thing would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Some type of grappling thing underneath it. It'd be cool to build and fly. I just can see a lot of them getting hit on electrical towers and shit like that. Well, well, that's why with, especially in cities, which is where I thought it would actually be the most useful because how too many, you have trees, power lines, trucks, low buildings, buildings of different size. Well, the drones would have to be so smart underground. Not a lot. Not a lot. Some, some areas, not a lot though. There's still power lines and there's still trucks and street signs. Well, all right. Yeah. There's a lot in the city, right? I promise. It's a great idea. Look, Amazon's, Amazon's totally stole it, your so idea. We'll yeah, they totally they, took your plan from college, 100%. They I think we that. called it like the hummingbird flight. That's cool. it, it was something with a hummingbird but, because drones like have that humming sound. But, but look at what they're doing. Like they're innovating beyond belief. You know what I'm saying? No oh, business yeah. has ever done the things that they're doing. So what did it take to get there? 10,000 hours. But he also like really mastered, I think, what he was good at first, which was selling books online. He mastered e-commerce and he always really knew that the customer mattered most and that was a big thing to him he didn't care about his employees clearly he cares about his customer so that's what he's a master of jeff mastered customer experience 100 percent. and if you watch videos on youtube of him that's what he says they care about what you and me think how quickly can i get those microphones here how quickly can i get this here if i like the logistics that's all if he can get that working and make us happy what happens behind the scenes we don't care about yeah it's the truth we don't and he knows that. So he's a master of understanding the consumer psychology and what goes into e-commerce and buying stuff online. He's definitely good at that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Although I think he's a robot, so. He's plugged in. That's a whole different story. It's it's Jeff. I, here's my conspiracy theory for the day. Where's the drum roll? <laughs> Jeff, Elon, they're all plugged in to Elon's Neuralink, and they're all talking to each other all the time, like little walkie-talkies. Okay, but I... Okay, I'm mad he <laughs> tested it on a pig. I thought it was going to be actually on him whenever they tested the Neuralink. No, I mean, that would be the best thing. Is I think he, was he already like, has it in him. I swear. No, no. I'm telling you he don't have it in him. I don't know. He will. That would be the best first test. It's Elon, Mark, and Jeff. And what about All Bill Gates? Bill Gates is hanging out. I, see, you know, I don't know enough about him, and he still pulls it off to where he looks like he could be human. 
He's his, got that his skin old costume <laughs> is still good enough <laughs> like, to not convince Riley like, for the conspiracy he theory. He doesn't have any fucked up eyes. Or right, like... right. Well, here, listen. We've got a cool video coming for everybody. We're going to film it on Monday on Labor Day with your brother, the two of okay, us. Okay, so we can go down the rabbit and, hole then. <laughs> yeah, and Matt. Matt's all about it, dude. Matt, yeah. Matt and the adrenochrome and the killing the kids, the whole thing. Matt's but all about it. learning about foundations and how yeah. like the tax benefits of that. Oh, and you then know also, what like the, you, yeah. the Bill and Melinda Foundation. Yeah. Like It's like, oh. You know where they're moving that money, bro. Right. They're moving it wherever they need to to make whoever's back get scratched that they need to. Did you talk about NFP yet? In this video today? Yeah. We talked about it a little bit in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Not much more to say. I don't go, I don't do the hype. I'll, I'll look at the numbers. Like, I don't have anything else to do with it. Yeah, NFP. <laughs> <laughs> You're goofy, bro. Okay, wait. Only one person commented the secret code in the last video. What? Sunshine. No, that is not true. You can't just say that before you read the comments. There was a bunch. Was there? Yes, bro. I only saw Slacking. one. Slacking. Yo, blow her up. If you're watching this far, this is the end of the video. Blow her up right now in the comments for not checking the comments <laughs> and, and showing you guys love before she tries to call you out. I check the comments every day. Check the comments. All right. The end of the video comment is hashtag Riley. Check the comments. That's the new hashtag. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys watching. Always. We're excited for the next video and we'll see you guys there. Catch you later, guys. <laughs>Thank you for listening to today's money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode.